0: Welcome to a non-fiction story cast about people in Seattle who built churches and how they did it. I'm Cindy Safranoff, I'm the author, and this is Dedication, Building the Seattle Branches of Mary Baker Eddy's Church, a Centennial Story. Part 2, Episode 4, Third Church Dedication. 1929. Bessie Haviland, as a board appointed committee of one, was assigned the task of consulting with Robert DeCoo, who had been chair of the building committee, and taking care of all the paperwork relating to the dedication of Third Church of Christ Scientist Seattle. She was to deliver the documents to the mortgage company to officially retire the debt. Pearl K. Widholm, the church clerk, was appointed with Mrs. Haviland to be the Committee on Arrangements for Dedication. The two would prepare a plan for the services on November 24th to be approved by the board. Emily M. Knapp was in charge of flowers, an extra decorative touch for this special occasion. Frederick Schroeder, the first reader, would read aloud their dedicatory telegram to the Christian Science Board of Directors of the Mother Church. We, the members of Third Church of Christ Scientists, Seattle, Washington, are met together in sincere humility and gratitude to dedicate our church edifice to God and to the continued service of the cause of Christian Science and we hereby pledge ourselves to a deeper consecration, a more sincere, christly love of God and our brother, to a more prayerful obedience to the sacred teachings of the Bible and our textbook, as well as to the manual of the Mother Church, and to you, the Board of Directors. Florence Foster, second reader, would make the official dedication announcement. Today, we humbly and gratefully dedicate this church to the ever-present Father, Mother, God. Mr. Jacobs and Mr. Head provided funds to print a formal dedication announcement card. They mailed one to each of the churches and societies in Seattle and vicinity. It read simply, Third Church of Christ Scientist, Seattle, Washington, announces the dedication of their church edifice, 17th Avenue Northeast and East 50th Street, Sunday, November 24th, 1929. Services at 11 o'clock a.m. and 3 o'clock and 8 o'clock p.m. The public is cordially invited to attend. A press release was sent out to the Seattle Star, the Seattle Times, Seattle Post-Intelligencer, and University District Herald, all of which published articles in advance of the dedication services announcing that Third Church was now debt-free. It was noted that the date of the dedication services was the 15th anniversary of the founding of the church by fewer than 30 members and just after the seventh anniversary of the first services in their building. Their approximately 850-seat auditorium church was described as being regarded as one of the finest and most beautiful in the university district. The recent rapid retirement of the mortgage was especially newsworthy. As is the custom in all Christian science churches, the dedication marks the retirement of all indebtedness on the building. The final payment of $50,000 having been completed within the last year. Considering that the last year had been characterized by cash shortages, unstable financial markets, and a cool economy, even before the dramatic stock market crash... Having made the final $50,000 payment in 1929 would have been remarkable for any church. It was especially remarkable for the youthful University District Congregation, considering what a struggle they had gone through to fund the building. The tree-lined boulevard that led to the main entrance to the University of Washington campus would soon be more active than usual with visitors to the stately brick- and terracotta-faced neoclassical building, some perhaps coming inside for the first time, including members of all the other Christian science churches that had contributed so generously that month. In preparation for the big day, the board authorized a quick redecoration project, cleaning and freshly painting the auditorium, foyer, usher room, and boardroom. Having done this and all the other special preparation, they were ready to welcome all the visitors, the estimated 1,200 people who would attend each of the three dedication services. The dedication was organized so quickly that the dedicatory letter from the board of directors of the Mother Church arrived too late to be read at the services. The members would hear it privately at their annual business meeting a few weeks later. At the election meeting later that month, Helen R. Lance, who had served on the building committee and at whose home the building project work began in 1919, was elected second reader to preside over Sunday services for the next three years. Mrs. Lance, with the newly elected first reader, William M. Warren, would have the privilege of reading in a church that was dedicated. After ten years of consistent effort, the building project was finally complete. Now that Third Church no longer carried the burden of a mortgage, the members felt they could afford to significantly raise the salaries for their readers— They were also more able to help other churches dedicate, or so the thinking was. But as the economic conditions continued to worsen, the members of the Seattle branches of Mary Baker Eddy's church would all learn together that joint dedication was not merely about cooperative funding. It was much more and would require much more of them. Thanks for listening to Dedication by me, Cindy Safranoff. All events and characters in this story are as true and accurate as the available sources. All opinions are mine. To support and learn more about this groundbreaking research project and read my writing, visit CindySafranoff.com.